Chris Reed's Book Volume 3 Episode 5 Chapter 4 Friends Akome and Molokai continued to catch up with current events in Kinikiana. They spoke much faster than Hendrik was used to doing. He still managed to catch some things, like how Molokai was getting ready for a new Tagoda soon, but overall did his best not to pay attention. As he checked the bread, he nearly burned his hand on the stove catching himself when a rap on the window frightened him. It was Lindley. Hendrik waved her in. Hendrik, I saw you and Lindley began to say before the Talavikini caught her ear. Looking around the half-open door she held, Lindley saw Molokai. Umi? she asked, surprised. Lindley, by Kimi's graces, you groan like weed, Molokai replied. I stopped in to see Hendrik, she said, coming the rest of the way into the house. I'm sorry if I interrupted. Nonsense, Akome replied. Join us, if you would like. I may, but first I may run to get Patrui, Lindley replied. They've started their search and wanted to talk a thing or two through with you, Umi. Is good, yes. Bring them so to speak with Molokai. On way, you know if not seller by Minos Respite? One with Candy Apinitini? I do, Lindley replied. Molokai tossed her a few coins in quick succession. Be kind and get back several for Molokai. Would like enough to take back on ship. Molokai tossed the same number of coins to Lindley again. And enough to leave some family and friends. Lindley counted the copper lini, tapping her fingers as she quickly did the conversion in her head. Looking back at Molokai, she said, I'll actually need Hendrik to help as well as Petrui. Possibly even a cart. Yes, good. Molokai will help watch Brits. Molokai will sit at the kitchen table while Akome watches the breads, Akome replied. Akome is a much better cook than ba- and baker than Molokai, which is saying something considering my dearth of skills around a cook stove, Akome added with a teasing smirk. Go on, Hendrik. Help Lindley retrieve Pentruri as well as Molokai's candied nuts. Yes, mother, Hendrik replied, already halfway to the door. Why didn't you tell me that Umi Molokai was coming in today? Lindley asked Hendrik as they walked toward Petrui's house. I only found out this morning, Hendrik replied, and if it weren't for him, I'd still be working in the warehouse. Serendipitous, then, that Umi saved you from all that back-breaking work so that I might find you at home. You you like teasing me, don't you? Hendrik asked. I do. It's fun, Lindley said, jogging out in front of Hendrik and walking backwards so that she could boop his nose. Have you told your mother yet? About what? Hendrik asked, playing coy. You know darn well what, young Mr. Monagar, Lindley said, dancing around Hendrik. Hendrik smiled and blushed slightly. It, uh, hasn't come up. Hendrik! Lindley scolded. You said you were going to last week. Well, I... It's hard, Hendrick said. Lindley stopped Hendrick in the middle of the street, her hands on his shoulders. I know. I get it, 
she grasped his face in her hands and pulled him into a quick kiss. It was hard for me, too. But my parents, as close-minded as they can be, thanked me for telling them. You can't go through life just hiding this, Hendrick. It's who you are. I know, Hendrick replied, kicking at some rocks he saw on the ground. And I will. I'll tell them. Promise. Lindley tilted his head back up so she could look him in the eyes. When? she asked. Tonight, with Umi there, Hendrick offered. I know he'll be supportive at least. Works for me, Lindley said. Hopefully Pentruri feels the same way. I'm guessing they will. Lindley added, grasping Hendrick's hand as she turned and started walking again, tugging him along. They headed up city slightly to Pentruri's house. They were third-generation Amarukovsky-born, and their parents had been able to work their way up the Yomank social ladder some. Pentruri still, though, bore the distinctive silvered hair and darkish red complexion of a sunborn. It suited them, though. Their flowing hair usually pulled back in double braids, their strong jaw and growing musculature were only accentuated by their, by Amaric standards, abnormal coloration. Lindley kept Hendrick's hand as she knocked on Pentrui's door. Their mother answered, wiping her hands on an apron. Ah, Lindley and Hendrick, so good to see you. Pentrui's just finishing up decorating some of their latest cookie creations. I was skeptical at first, you know, but Pentrui has such a mind for the artistic. Who's there, mother? called Pentrui from inside. It's your... Um, I'm still not quite sure what to call you two, Pentrui's mother admitted. Friends in this case, Lindley answered. Your friends, Pentrui's mother called back, smiling. I'm glad you three are friends. You're good together. Come, you might as well sit down while Pentruri finishes. A bit later, the three walked out with a small package of Pentruri's cookies, decorated to depict a ship at sail. I didn't know Umi was coming either, Hendrick replied to Pentruri's comment. Where's that wheelbarrow you're always using to haul your baked goods around? Back here. Pentrui said, leading Lindley and Hendrick through the fence to their family's garden shed. Umi Molokai really gave you that much for candied nuts? Lindley held out the copper coins. Oh, Lini, that explain it. Why can't Amarukovsky and Kanikiana just get together on a common coinage? It's frustrating having to keep the conversions in my head. Two kalako to three garrets, six hundred garuts to a garret, sixty haruts to a garret. You're just not great at maths, Hendrick said, taking the package of cookies. Pentrui strong, Hendrick mocked. Pentrui creative, Pentrui no do maths. You're not wrong, Pentrui replied, flipping the wheelbarrow onto its wheel with one hand. I do my best but it escapes me. How in the world do you make bigger batches of your cookies then? Lindley asked. Pentrui blushed as they started to push the wheelbarrow. My mother does the figuring. Lindley laughed. Well, don't worry. 
In your old age, you'll have Hendrik and I to do the figuring for you. Sounds like a plan doomed to failure, really, Pentrui shot back with a smile. Hendrik chuckled, smiling. I love you too, you know that? And we love you, Hendrik, Lindley said, which is why I want you to tell your parents that we're all together already. His mother probably already knows, Pentrui said as they walked back down city to the nut shop. She's a sharp woman. Don't I know it, Hendrik commented. After a few moments of silence, Hendrik asked, You really think you've already found your calling? I mean, it brings me joy in coin, Pentruri said, shrugging. I'm open to apprenticing with others, but this already seems to suit me. Well, good luck talking Umi into giving you a pass on your search, Hendrik said. My uncle did the same, Lindley said, so it's not unheard of. At least, not here in Amorukovsky. I'm going to keep that in mind as I'm talking to Umi. Thank you, Pentrui replied, smiling. This has been Chapter 4, Friends, of my latest book, Phonokinetics. This is Chris Reed's book. I'm Chris Pullman. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of my podcast. If you liked this podcast, please subscribe and possibly leave a rating so that you can always get the latest episodes of Chris Reed's book and maybe help others find it as well. If you'd like to stay current on my latest works, head on over to narclaninc.com slash chrisreadsbook. That's N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C dot com slash Chris Reed's book. Once again, thank you for taking the time to listen to this. And I do hope that I will see you, virtually speaking, in my next episode. Until then, have a good day.